was picked up. So. Welcome to Too Many Thoughts and Too Many Problems podcast. Today I have two special guests. One coming back in, the Ham Choi F boy, <laughs> once wholesome or socially awkward. Not this again. <laughs> Welcome back, B Rai. Mm. Mm. Nice hello. to see you. Hello, hello. Actually, my name is Alex Tran. I like to stay at home and do nothing. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I like that intro, though. Will was really giving it up. <laughs> this is like false advertisement to the T. That's a strong introduction. Yeah. And then we have the one and only amazing Magic Mike. He also makes amazing music. You guys check him out. We'll drop his links down below. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, the was magic. best volleyball player that I know to this day. That cannot be true. <laughs> <laughs> we have played with a lot of people. That simply is not true. I do play a good game. He plays an amazing the, game. The best He's player ever down. that he has ever seen, that is not true. But true. if you play volleyball, come check us out. Yeah. We have fun out there. Mike. Welcome to the podcast. This is the first time on the podcast today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and hopefully a couple more, you know, before you uh, dip. We got a lot of time. Yeah. Like, I would, I'd like to, you know, get into different kinds of topics and stuff if I can. I live closer to here than you guys do. <laughs> so if we use the same place, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, go ahead and give yourself a full introduction, Mike. Sure. Uh, my name's Michael. You can also call me Mike. Either one is fine. Um... A lot of the stuff about me is pretty much what Will already said. Um, spent the a lot of time. volleyball player in the no, world? No, that, yes. that part's not true. Um, I make a lot of music, uh, produce, sing, write, mix, master. Everything. Make the videos, make the art, yeah. do the promo. It's actually quite tiring and That's tedious. True. So if anybody out there does any of that stuff, let me know so I can, you know. Uh, outside of that, yeah, you know, living in Korea for... This is my fourth year now that I've been out here uh, playing volleyball. I met Will through volleyball, and then I met Brian through Will. So, you know, uh, sports connections and basketball and, uh, you know, just just living uh, living the dream. Has this been your – is this ongoing? Like this is going to be your fourth year once you finish this year? Like once I finish, I will have lived here for four years. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we are exactly the same then when we first came here. Yeah, you came in 2019, right? Yeah, yeah, 2019. Yeah, same year as me. Yeah, so we've like, just been here at the exact same time. Where were you before Seoul? I was in Ilsan. Ilsan. Yeah, a lot of people confuse that with Ulsan, uh -huh. which is not the same. Yeah. Um, Ilsan is like northwest okay. of Seoul. So not really far. Like you could take one, one red bus and it would take you right to Habjong, which is usually what... Um, pretty much anybody in Ilsan does. You just, you know, go straight into Hapjong, and then from there you can kind of maneuver. Mm -hmm. um, but now living where I live, it seems really far. Because if I was to go there, it's like well over an hour to get there. So did you, um, were you always an English teacher the entire time? Like, did you work with Epic at one point, or have you always been private? Always private for me, which is, I thought was like more normal, because for a while... Everybody that I would meet was a Hagwon teacher. Like, mm -hmm. everybody came and they were working in private. But then I met you guys, and every single person that you guys know is a public school teacher. Yeah. So now I'm, like, the one private school guy. Yeah. So. <laughs> At least with this, like, newer group, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which sucks. All you guys have so much vacation time, and I'm just trapped <laughs> at school, trapped at work all the time. Dude, our vacation is coming up, and the two of us, we're going to, like, all over. We're going to, like, Vietnam. We're going to Bangkok. And then we're going to Bali as well. You see? Yeah. You see? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> how did you, you go to Japan? How, how did I go to Japan? How many days did you do? I was there for all of Christmas and New Year. Okay. Well, it was like a good trip, but yeah. I can't, like, that's not Thailand, Bangkok. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> no, like a Vietnam, yeah, Bali. The yeah. motherland of Hamkili. Yeah. Yeah, it's not one of those, but, you know, pros and cons. Like, you, mm -hmm. I chose private for a reason, and I still... 
I still feel like it was the right choice, at least for me. Because right. knowing me, had I had I done Epic and moved, to, like had to live somewhere that I didn't like, I probably would have left Korea already. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. have even been here for four years. If I lived somewhere like really, I don't want to say crappy because like no place is crappy, but just not suited for my personality, I probably would have left after like maybe two years. Yeah, I, I can feel that. But uh, let's have Brian introduce yourself really quick and then we can continue. Yeah, so Brian, um, I went through the EPIC program, so same as Will. Um, I did the EPIC program just because I thought it'd be not exactly a safer bet, but I thought um, I've heard so many things about private that weren't as good, so I thought it's like better to go through EPIC. But there was no guarantee to get Seoul, and nobody was going to get Seoul. It's like um, the luck, if you're really lucky in terms of if you get sore or not. A lot of the teachers who got so sometimes so say like, um, like they didn't even know how they got so. So, but I got placed in Mungyong, which is where um, John or no Johnny used to be in. So yeah, and then uh, I am your host for today's podcast, and I'm bringing in these two amazing guests. One is so our topic is going to kind of be about why we want. To, to come to Korea and we have one who is kind of like fresh off the boat here and we have one who has been here for four years and I've also been here for four years as well so we can kind of talk about um, why you guys wanted to come here and how at least you've been enjoying your time here in Korea mm-hmm. you know so when you first came to Korea did you know about like epic and private or did, or did you only know about like the private life I knew I knew about both, mm-hmm. um, kind of tangentially. Like I have a half brother, and his mom taught in Japan, and okay. I knew that they had the jet program. Mm-hmm. And so once I researched that, you kind of like find out about Epic and realize they have like a similar program. But for me, it was just I I really wanted to pick where I lived. Right. That was the number one thing for me. Well, why why did you choose to come to Korea over like Japan? Since I since that, like your brother your half brother went to Japan that right is, uh, well my half brother's mom but yeah okay, that's okay, uh yeah, sorry that is a good question yeah um are we get, so, like should we get into the, like the whole like yeah why I mean, okay go, go for it we yeah. can do it tell me all right so why did I choose Korea um in 2019 I was working at a job for that was my third year working at that job mm-hmm. and um it sucked it was a terrible job it was like a dead end job. What was your job, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I was working in merchandising for Labatt. If you guys know, yeah, they make, like, Budweiser in Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, they're, like, the beer company that does whatever. So, you know, it was just, we, I worked in the office beside a warehouse, and I was, like, just shipping stuff out to bars and liquor depots and all sorts of stuff. And, I mean, that in and of itself is fine, but there was no upward mobility. It was just, like, this is what you're going to do. You're on contracts, and we just renew your contract constantly for years and years and years. Like, you're not salaried or anything. So it sucked. Um, one day I was at work, and I was just talking to a friend. Um, she, I can I can shout her out, Tiffany. Yeah. Um, she lives in Hong Kong. She was an exchange student from Hong Kong, oh. and we interned together in our, uh, in, I guess it was my last, oh, both of our last years. Our last year of school, we interned together. And then she went back to Hong Kong. So we were just talking. Where did you guys intern? Or for what did you intern? Uh, we were at a magazine. So okay. I was writing it. Yeah, I did media studies and journalism. So we were working at a magazine. And, um, yeah, I was just complaining about my job. Yeah. And she's like, okay, so why don't you come move to Asia? Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, how does one just pick up and move to Asia? Yeah. Because I'm in Canada at this yeah. point. It's like, how does one just pick up and move right. to Asia? And she's like, oh, yeah, you could be a teacher. I was like, Okay, but I'm not a teacher. So yeah. how would I do that? I'm not qualified to be a teacher. And she was like, you don't have to be qualified. You know, you just need a degree. And then she sent me some links and stuff. I was like, this sounds like a scam. I don't believe this. Yeah. But then, yeah, just did some more research and looked into it. And I was like, okay, like maybe this is not a scam. Yeah. But when I was researching it, I was researching Hong Kong because she lives there, right? So I was like, okay, let's see about it. But Hong Kong didn't really seem to have a lot of industry for that kind of thing so i was like okay well i know my brother's mom went to japan let me check that out but what a lot of what i saw was either jet program where you can't control where you live kind of like epic or 
they have like they have things like hogwans but it's more like a business like you're trying to sell hogwans are businesses too but you're like trying to sell books like english books yeah. like you're working in malls and stuff teaching i was like i don't want to do that and like they don't pay you as much and they don't offer as much so i was like okay well where can i go like let me just search best places to teach english and korea consistently comes up like number one or top three all the time so i was like cool that's close enough to japan let me you know not culturally i'm just saying like close enough <laughs> geographically to japan so i mean like, they definitely share share properties like cultural properties because yeah. they're at one point you know japan was like in korea's face so <laughs> yeah. like yeah they definitely share culture yeah i just don't want to offend any korean yeah, people yeah, they're gonna watch sure. this yeah. but, <laughs> but, but we're not trying to offend they just, they just yeah I yeah got you. so i was like yeah that's close enough to japan geographically like if i want to i can you know jump over there and i did once but I was like, cool. COVID hit, you know. Yeah, it ruined everything. I was like, all right, so, you know, let me check this out. And the more I researched, it was like, you get a, you get an apartment. They pay you this much money, which was, like, more than I was making at the time. So I was like, I get an apartment I don't have to pay for, and I'm making more money, and I don't have to live with my parents anymore. And I was like, okay, like, I'll do that. Like, that's too easy. <laughs> I was like, there's no downsides to this. Yeah. The only downside is that I'm lo- I'm leaving my friends and my family. I yeah. was like, man, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'll, I can come back and see my family and my friends and stuff. And, yeah, I came over here and I've been here since pretty much. I haven't gone back home at all in the four years. So, mm. yeah. And, and it's been, like, pretty good so far, would you say? Like, what would you rate it one out of ten for your four years? One out of ten, it's it's weird because I have to break it up into yeah. two because like work wise, okay. it's like whatever work yeah. is like kind of crappy. Yeah. yeah, it's work, but just lifestyle wise, I give it like a nine out of ten. That's it's been nice. really, really, really nice. Even even throughout COVID, it was really good. Yeah, for a hundred percent. I think COVID, like we had the better experience while we were over here during mm. COVID. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, but yeah, Brian, why did you uh, move make your way over here? Because I. I heard that you were like, at one point you were like living in Cali and making some big banks over there. Mm, there's, nah. not, there's not enough money. <laughs> 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 you, you, I made way more than Colorado, but yeah, yeah. Like, in terms of that money, it, I might do well. I might be able to move into a nice, maybe one bedroom apartment. But in California, it doesn't mean anything. I barely was able to afford a studio by myself in San Jose around the Saratoga area. Yeah. So, um, no, so I guess we can start, like, after school. I, uh, 2017, I got my first job in medical device. Yeah. That, that, that was tough. I didn't, um, I, my whole plan basically was um, build my career through operations. Um, I was really interested in that. And then from there, save up vacation time. And then be, after saving vacation time, I could take like a month, two months in like a different country and stuff. I've always um, traveled a lot. Yeah. Um, I've been blessed by my parents. They've always taken me like to Vietnam, like every summer when I was a kid up to 2014. That's when I was getting too busy with school or work life, stuff like that. And then, but as I was working in medical device, it was just, I just realized like, there was no way I was going to be able to save up enough vacation. And then I just realized it's like when I went on my first international trip by myself with a few of my friends, it's just not enough time to actually fully explore and get um, immersed in the country. And so but I've always had plans since I want to say after 2019 to like try and move to a country or at least like be able to be in a country at least three months or so. So I can like go and explore. Um, but then I had, before that, I, w- I had plans to try to move to L.A. But that didn't happen because COVID, not many people were hiring. But I ended up getting a job in um, San Jose, San Fran area, working in medical device. But um, the thing about medical device is that it's really hard. You're dealing with a lot of people that, um, at least when I was in San Jose, the, my bosses were great. But dealing with medical device sales reps is like one day they're happy with you and the next day they will stab you in the back <laughs> like real quick because you mess up something or whatever but like they, they're really good for their honey words and stuff like that but um i finally made the decision like decision decision it's always been um, toying my head to move to somewhere in asia to teach english because i've actually researched it but just never 
like took the time to do the certification and stuff like that. And but I had a uh, mini meltdown in my car. Mm-hmm. I was driving. I was kind of stressed driving home or to another like hospital for work, and I was just I I just yelled like f this basically, mm-hmm. and then from then on I just hatched my plan, did my certification, and then did my research. And Korea was just one of the top ones consistently. Not Same only from yeah. yeah yeah. So even like I don't know. I already when we knew we did it. When it was like 2019. Mm-hmm. And you did it when it was like 20. 2021. 2021. Yeah, so yeah. even right. then, mm-hmm. it's still been consistently top. Yeah. I, and I heard about Epic before because I saw it through like CU. I think they kind of emailed or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think too much about it because I was my dream was like, oh, I'm gonna be like career guy, like you know, rise up the ranks yeah. and stuff like that, corporate. And then realized corporate wasn't really for me, honestly. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like with you, it's just like, this seems kind of like a scam and stuff like that. Cause you didn't think, and then the pay didn't seem that great too, but then you don't realize it's like, like that pay may look bad in America, but it's livable in a different country. Well, I think it's like more than livable here, Mm -hmm. you know, especially with the bills, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know about the bills y'all have, but like, there's not that, it's not that comparable. Much, yeah. yeah, like mm-hmm. no, we don't have cars. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not paying rent, mm-hmm. so and we're even, not really paying insurance or anything like that. So yeah, yeah. and even the electricity bills, like mm-hmm. it's not that expensive compared to the states. Yeah, uh, at least for the states. I don't know about Canada, but pretty much the same thing. Canada is expensive. Toronto, like I'm from right outside of Toronto. I'm from like Brampton, Ontario, mm-hmm. but. Toronto is like one of the most expensive places to live in North in the world now, yeah. but definitely in North America. Dang. It's super expensive there. It's like the LA of Canada, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Vancouver is more Vancouver. expensive. Vancouver oh. is the LA of Canada. Canada. Toronto is the New York, but they're both very expensive. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had to pay more than like $20 for electricity, just for electricity. Mm-hmm. That's like the max I've paid. I've mm-hmm. The average I pay for like electricity is like, I don't know, ten. Mine is more expensive. Really? Because well, I live in a quote unquote expensive area, and oh, so because okay. everybody's like, "Oh, you live in Bangbei. Bangbei is like this oh. super expensive place." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." But even quote unquote expensive is still like forty dollars. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like really expensive. Mm-hmm, you go yeah. back home and like electricity is really expensive. It's yeah, not like yeah. that. It's like forty dollars if you split it with like three other people. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and just for normal use. It's not like you're you know you're just running the lights or running right. the TV all day. It's just regular use, and it still ends up being like well over a hundred dollars. So, <clears throat> when you guys moved to Korea, then it seems like you guys were at like a low point in your life before Korea. Would Would you guys agree with that? E- I would say more frustrating than low. Yeah, I think I was just at a breaking point. And not even just for work, just in general. I was like, I have to get out of my parents' house now. Like, we're fighting about everything all the time. Dumb stuff. Because, you know, I feel like, I don't know, you guys left for school, right? Like, did you guys, you guys moved for school? Or did you guys stay home? Uh, no, um, I stayed, I commuted from home. Oh, okay. I yeah. wish I moved out of state. Okay, yeah, because I was, so I just never lived anywhere but my parents' house, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get older. By the time I left, I was 26. And I was like, it's, that's not old, but I'm like, yeah, it's time. I got to I gotta get, you know, I got to get moving and yeah. doing something else because I can't keep living in the house and fighting with my parents and staying at this dead-end job and stuff like that. Yeah. So. And you were, I mean, you were fighting with your parents too, no? I was always, always fighting, but yeah. I, we always fight since we were, when I was a kid, yeah. like compared to my sister who's living, with, like she had, she actually has a relationship with them. With yeah. me, is like I had to hide everything. Yeah. I don't say anything. Yeah. So, your goals then? What kind of goals did you guys have when you come to Korea, or were you just trying to leave what, you know, the life that you had back at home? Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, mine was more independency. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I lacked a lot of that because a lot of my life was um, micromanaged, and so I knew once I started moving now, it wasn't gonna magically. Oh, I'm gonna know what to do here and there, you know. And then a lot of it just finding my own way. I already was doing that in San Jose, which is more expensive. It's, it's super nice coming here. Like the electricity bill, I don't have to pay car insurance. Yeah. That was like one of my requirements. 
I was just like something where I had to pay car insurance. Like just some place where transportation was way easier, and I was starting to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, f- I feel like with um, my disability that um, it's like a ticking time bomb. Yeah, I can kind of thing. And so I needed a place where I didn't have to worry about like driving and stuff because there's been too many close calls with me driving. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how they even let you on the streets. You know, I passed the enough. Like I can drive pretty fine, but then. On top of my eyes yeah. is my ADHD, and so that makes it worse. Okay, if you guys don't know, this guy has, like, the worst <laughs> vision ever. Like, at night, he cannot see, like, past, like, this, mm. you know. And so, somehow, the state still lets him drive at Dude. night. There we go. No, 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 no. Like, they only dr- let me drive at daytime. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. like, Here's a license. I was about to be like, <laughs> what is going on here? Dude. So he's I out, have, he's I, out here, like, you know, just... <laughs> There's playing GTA. <laughs> There's I have cops been caught out everywhere. at night a lot. It happened to me a lot in San Jose. What? Uh, in San Jose, when I was dry, like working, I, mm-hmm. I've been caught out at night before. Oh. Just because, like, well, I couldn't tell them. Yeah. That I couldn't drive at night because yeah. I didn't really say anything about it. But it's just like I'm literally looking at the white lines on the road and looking like a little few feet ahead of me. It's like, all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's even with glasses, right? Yeah. 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 Damn. Thank God we're, you're here in Korea now where, like, you don't need a car at yeah. all to get anywhere. A car is almost, like, more of an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because parking is non-existent here. There's nowhere flex. to put your car. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just a flex. You just it do it to show that you have money. On yeah. top of that, it was bothering me a lot, like, dating, too. It was just, like, I just... Dating in America? N- well, it, a part of it was just, like... Because you weren't allowed to be an F-boy? No, 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 Way more wholesome reason than that. It's just, like, um... So I've talked to a lot of um, homegirls about this. They're like some, like it's like, oh, I can't drive at night, and I feel insecure, like insecure in a sense about it, because I wouldn't be able to drive someone home um. and like take them home, or like I would be like, all right, get, you get home safe. I couldn't be like physically, like, okay, I get, I got you home safely, kind of thing. And they were like, oh, it's fine, whatever. Uh, it's like um, my, like we take my car all the time, my because boyf- my boyfriend has a truck or whatever the reason is, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And, but for me, it was just like. I, I knew I wouldn't just have that moment. And then most most guys drive the girl, not the other way around. That's as much as they comforted me, I just, in the back of my head, it was always that thing replaying in my head. Like, yeah, but that's sure. a... And then with that, like, I want to be involved with my kids playing sports. And there comes to the point where, like, when... Um, maybe in the summer it's more doable, but in the winter, when it gets dark, I can't pick them up and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, sure. I get that. I mean, I can't say much about the kids thing because that is difficult. Um, but for the girls thing, that's kind of like a cultural slash like it's your own sort of pride that's kind of mm. getting your way, yeah. you know, because and that's like the difference between finding the, someone who is willing to compromise for you. Because no matter where you go, even if you're in Korea, mm. you're going to have to find someone who's going to compromise for that because yeah. you have you're going to have that mm. disability anywhere. Mm. And it's going to be in your way regardless if you're in the States or here, mm. you know. Yeah, it's kind of part of you. It, it, like yeah. It's you. Right. So it's yeah. like, yeah, you're taking the train now. But unless you plan on like taking the train forever, mm. yeah. then mm. at some point it's got to be like, hey, this is what I got going on. Mm-hmm. Like. Are you cool with that or yeah. not? And if they they aren't, then they aren't. Like yeah. you know, but that's their problem. Yeah, yeah. you know. Not At least here, it's not like replaying in my head. Mm. Yeah, for now. Yeah, for, for now. now. Yeah. Then there later, I can deal with it. Mm. Like tell them like this and that. But then over there, it's just like well, in your face. All I the wonder. Time. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It was like well, because most of the time it's like the first day is during the day, but then the second day maybe at dinner or something like that. Mm. It, it goes up quick. <laughs> and she's yelling at you. She's like, "Pick me up." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You'll see some needy girls. I don't have a car. <laughs> and over here is like, pretty funny on like um, this dating app. It's like my favorite hobby is um, taking a car ride, which essentially means do you have a car? Yeah. 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 Most, of the, most of the hobbies I see on dating apps and stuff is just ca- cafes. I go to cafes and then we just drink coffee. I'm like, what? Is that that's a hobby? That's like a thing people do like, <laughs> casually. It's a coffee, a here cafe in Korea? Yeah, it's yeah. A here in Korea? Yeah. Really? But there's so much cafe here, so they come here. Yeah, but that can't right? be a hobby, though, to me. But that's such like, yeah, that's like a... What, is being a foodie a hobby, too? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's really? different. That's you're, different. You're searching yeah. for, like, yeah. Yeah. if cafe hopping could be a hobby. Like, I mm-hmm. get that. But just going to a cafe... Just and, to drink coffee and yeah. sit around. That, 
That's and like the, the same thing as like going home. I mean, I don't know, man. I can't. It's tough because yeah. like. Because at the same time, I could say, yeah, going out and drinking is is a hobby. And yeah, people would be yeah, like, no, yeah. it's not. It's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just not into cafe culture. Yeah. I'm just yeah. a hater. Don't Ign- yuck people's me. yum, man. <laughs> <laughs> ignore me. I'm just a hater. <laughs> no, but I kind of feel that because at least when you go to a cafe, you're like trying to meet people and mm-hmm. like you're trying to mingle and things like that. Yeah, when you go out drinking. Yeah. But like the cafe is like, like who are you going? You're just going with your friends. You guys just sit in the cafe. I mean, it's, yeah, for yeah, us, it's like, cool, I guess. at least in the States, it's for us to do work or just read a book or something. Bro, I swear I never saw a cafe before I came to Korea. Yeah. I've, like, never, I, <laughs> I never sat, I never Same sat. here, in, actually. For us, it's, like, Starbucks. It's like, I whatever. never sat in a cafe. Yeah. Like, the only place you could get coffee is, like, Tim Hortons and Starbucks. Yeah. There was yeah, no yeah, just yeah. random, you know, cutesy aesthetic yeah. cafes to yeah, sit in so and, like, cafes. drink coffee and stuff. There's so many here. There's one right beside this place that mm-hmm. we're sitting in right now. Yeah. They, this place is even a cafe. Like, it's a cafe <laughs> and a studio <laughs> at the same time, you know? Like, I I didn't even realize cafe was a thing until here. Like, I only yeah. knew of Starbucks. Yeah. And that was it. I think our version of the cafe experience is the boba places. Oh, 100%. Yeah. For Asian, like, the Asian-American community. Mm-hmm. Boba is, like, a huge mm-hmm. sort of cafe kind of culture in yeah, I the Asian it. community. I got a little bit of that back home. Once, yeah. I, once I started playing volleyball, like, really heavy, yeah. and then you start meeting a bunch of different kinds of Asian people from yeah. all over the place, I'm like, oh, so you guys just all drink boba? Yeah. Like, doesn't, <laughs> ma- doesn't matter what country you're from. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. like he's from China, she's drink. from Vietnam, we're all going to the boba place? Yep. Okay. It's always after the volleyball session or, like, mm. after anything, it's always boba. Mm. Boba is the place. So you guys call it boba in the States? We just call it bubble tea. That, uh, yeah. No, it depends. Yeah, a okay. lot of people call it bubble tea as well. I mm. think it just depends. Mostly Taiwanese from. people will call it bubble tea, right? No, I've heard like just varying Wait, people just from different states. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Call it whatever. Because we like never called it bubble. Like we knew what that was. Yeah, yeah. But everybody just called it bubble tea. I think they just call it bubble tea here too, like bubble, mm. bubble uh, tea. When was the last time you guys had boba? In Korea? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, not yeah, recently. Uh, my boba intake has cut dramatically <laughs> since moving here. Also, it, I don't have a bunch of ABGs around me anymore. You know? oh, yeah, I yeah, wish. Right. You wish? Yeah. Just, ABGs? It's all on me. Yeah. <laughs> He's the I? real Kevin Nguyen. He is the real Kevin Nguyen. <laughs> put him on Even me like those a, ABG. Put him on me like a chain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there an ABG equivalent for, like, the black community? I mean, there's an ABG equivalent for every community. There's just like no, but like they're all wearing the same shit. Like, no, I mean, but what, what would you name them? Yeah. Like, what's your name? I don't know if we have like a name. Like the F boy for Asian community would be like Kevin Wynn. Yeah, see, I don't know if we have that because no, I feel like okay. all the names like that for black people are super offensive. Oh, okay. It's like it's like it's hard. <laughs> Never mind, don't say <laughs> it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's like it's hard to say because like yeah, yeah. I mean, if I say it, yeah, yeah, it whatever. Yeah. But it's like if I was to say it and then tell other people, it'd be like, oh, that sounds so bad. I'm yeah. like, yeah, we won't get into it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yes, there's equivalents of that in every community. Okay. But yeah, send me those ABGs. Yeah, send me the ABGs. Yeah, put them in the mail for me. I and then drop any. the drop into your DMs. <laughs> like too much of a good boy to know any. That's not true. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> we know. We know, that's we know. from the previous podcast, we already. Uh, like recognize you as Kevin Green. <laughs> it's been told. And there was no consent. Mm. Yeah. It's funny that there's just a name which is a real person's name mm, for yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. The Kevin Nguyen's the Chad of <laughs> Yeah, okay. Oh, the Kevin Nguyen's the, the Chad. Asian Vietnamese community. Yeah. Mm. It's uh I guess all the Kevin Wins out there have just been a lot of Is there bad a name words. in the Hmong community? Will uh, oh my god! <laughs> 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 I, like, it took I me a second to process that. <laughs> uh, um, there, there is kind of. But I don't, I don't remember the word for it. Yeah, my mom has been like too way back that I haven't, I can't even speak Hmong well anymore. So, you, like in your Hmong community that you have here, you guys just don't speak it. No, we do, but we don't have a big enough Hmong community for me to like go actively practice it. Uh-huh. You know. Okay. Does yeah. your voice change when you speak Hmong? Like tonage or like uh, higher pitch? I lower think it pitch? does a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure and like how it changes. Because I've never actually listened to myself myself speak Hmong. Mm. I just know it changes for sure. Because I know my tone changes when I speak Korean. Mm. Like a lot of people tell me that, so I'm sure it changes with Hmong too. Yeah, you I should do it on the pod. 
And then you can listen back yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah. Listen to the recording. Well, okay, maybe. I will get like a couple of Mongbi boy in here and we'll do it. Mm. And then I can listen to it. I don't. F- I don't know if I can just do it with you guys. <laughs> Why not? It's like, when we were testing earlier, we like couldn't even talk. We couldn't even like freestyle talk. I felt fine. Yeah, when we were talking. <laughs> oh, my brain worked slower on Fridays. <laughs> Your brain was working so slow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at Fridays, my hamster wheel is on the, the TI-83 <laughs> processor. Yeah, mm. I mean, especially since we just like came like two hours away mm. from uh, Seoul. And so mm. we were just kind of like on the... I did not try. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy lives in Seoul. Fortunately, I live 17 minutes away from you. Yeah, so that's really hey. nice for you. <laughs> Must be nice. And I was last. I was the last person to get here. Were you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were. Oh my gosh. Mm. It's all right. It's all right. It's fine. But we got the podcast up and it's running now. So we did. Good. It's late right now. So, <laughs> what would you say your um? I guess, would you say your dating experience has gotten better than while in Korea? Brian started that one. <laughs> Uh, you told me you got like a lot of girls. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're always like no, 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 no. The no. first, like the first couple months, I was talking to Brian, and he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna meet with this girl." Let's <laughs> <laughs> not start this. No, 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 no. I was like, I met this girl on Tinder. Her name is no, blah, no, blah, no, blah, no, blah, no, blah. No, 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 like, no, I believe everything that Will is saying. Whatever. In my mind, I was like, "Dude, how are you meeting all these girls?" He's like, "Yeah, it's just on Tinder." I'm like, "I don't get, I don't get any girls <laughs> on Tinder." What are you talking about? <laughs> it's very cap. No, it's not cap. <laughs> if anything, I, my game is not on Tinder for sure. <laughs> okay, so tell us, has That's it been secret. better or worse so far in the first what three months that you've been here? I think so. I mean, I've been able to meet more women here compared mm-hmm. to like Colorado. Mm-hmm. But then like, there's always the thing about Colorado. They nicknamed it Menver. <laughs> so since when? He also lives there, and he's never yeah, heard like, of you never heard it. Yeah, I actually didn't funny. hear it until my friend from San Diego came and told me. Yeah. And then I I didn't believe it. There's no way. There's what are you talking about? It can't be. And then Menver. we started going to the bars. And then when some you notice when someone points out something, you start seeing it more and more. It, like, opened a whole new world to me. I was like, oh, my God, it's true. But that's, like, confirmation bias. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, once somebody said it, then it's like, now you're looking for it, so you believe it. Yeah. But it yeah. might not necessarily be true. Exactly. It's that true. is true. I know. I've heard back in the States, dating in general is just harder. Mm. I think Post, most people Post-pandemic. Have, yeah. Post-pandemic. Most people have higher standards or outwardly standards, whatever. <laughs> Um, Depends on your opinion. I don't have an opinion on it. That's okay. We're all strapping, man. Yeah. You know? I think a lot of Korean girls here have pretty high. Yeah. According yeah, to yeah. like one of my our Korean guy friend, the Korean girls here are pretty have high standards mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I think as far as like real dating, like mm-hmm. like looking to, you know, be married to somebody. Like I think that standard is higher here just mm-hmm. because. Like, the work culture here is so much more... Like, not just the work culture, but the social culture is so much more showy. Like, Exactly. Like, what's your standing as a person? Like, what job do you have? How much money do you have? Like, can you show off to people? It's even a huge taboo for you to be, like, divorced and have a child. Yeah. Or be a single parent in any way. Yeah. It's like New York mentality, but conservative, conservative. I think it's worse than New York. Because New York is, like, you can essentially do anything. Yes. Like yes. nobody, uh, people judge people in New York, but it's not like that. Like, but they don't go walk out down of their way to do something about it. Yeah, you, know? you can walk down the street in New York and essentially be anybody, and nobody. Most people are minding their own business. They don't really care. Here, people care. Like oh, yeah. me walking down the street, I get looked at just for being a human being. Yeah. And not looking like a Korean person because I'm not one. Well, yeah. It's so. a bad time to say that people think I'm Korean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming people kidding. think both of you guys. Yeah, are Korean exactly. When you guys walk into a room. Yeah. I do not have that luxury. Yeah. So. I mean, even like when we walked into this room, she was only speaking to yeah, me and yeah. you in Korean. Mm-hmm. And then with Mike, it was like automatic yeah, English. Yeah. 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 Which is funny because she speaks English. So she could have just spoken in English to everybody. I but. heard her <laughs> English. I was like, is that her? Because it was like, it was really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like the difference, I guess. Yeah. You know. Is that annoying for you guys? Like when you guys go anywhere where somebody just immediately, like you have to explain to people that you're not Korean every single time you go someplace. I personally don't mind it because I don't. I kind of avoid the whole staring thing, and people kind of leave me alone. So, mm-hmm. which is pretty nice. Unless someone's asking me for help, then I'm like, oh, and then that, then the jig is up. I'm not Korean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really mind it. 
Because like, I hear a lot of my friends get annoyed about getting stared at and stuff. It's like, mm, I could just mind my own business. I'm like, I blend in really well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nice some days. Like, you don't, like he was saying, I don't get stared at. So uh, being, being mistaken for being Korean is pretty nice. Mm. But I don't think, at first I used to get annoyed by it because I was like fresh off the boat and like, I want to be known as a foreigner here, mm. you know. I want that foreigner privilege, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But uh, I've gotten, it's just like, you're here in Korea, it's a homogenous, like, country. Mm. And if you're Asian, if you're not anything that's not Korean looking, then, you know, they're going to assume you are Korean, which is fine because yeah. they're not America where or Canada or any other Western country where they have a mix of, like, culture mm. and so it's to be expected that most of the people that they're meeting is gonna be korean yeah and and as i've lived here for a while um a lot of the koreans that i've met not a lot but many still many koreans i've met like they haven't met a foreigner and that's been like 20 years and they still mm. haven't met a foreigner in person which is insane right which is kind of crazy because you know i see on social media sometimes people are like oh it's like 21st century people you know should know these certain like things already but then you come and live here and then you, you meet people who's like oh you, well you're the first foreigner i've met and i'm like oh wow yeah. and we're like 25 now you know <laughs> and it's like okay well if it's if that's like someone's experience how can i be upset mm. at someone if they don't know that i'm not korean you know yeah that kind of that's interesting because it kind of leaks over into like when I'm teaching the kids mm -hmm. and the kids like some kids are just not interested in learning English yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. and then sometimes it, it used to bother me and then I think about it now I'm like some of these kids are just not going to learn this mm -hmm. and they're never going to ever have to use it they're just yeah, going to exactly. they're just going to grow up they're going to live in Korea they're going to work at a Korean company they're going to marry a Korean woman they're going to have Korean ass kids and then they're never going to have to use English because they're never going to leave exactly and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that right so now I'm at a point where it's like, I'm not going to force you guys to do anything. If you guys don't want to learn English because that's just not what you're interested in and you have other interests, that's cool. Just don't bother me about yeah. it. Mm. You know, it's like, do whatever you want to do because not everybody's going to learn it. There's tons of adults in Korea that don't speak English. And like, fairly young adults. Like, I'm, we're not talking like s people in their 60s, 70s, 80s. Like, there's 20-something year olds yeah, that don't, don't speak, speak English. Yeah. And that's fine. There's like, absolutely nothing wrong with it. I think that that was like my western brain coming over here it's like i need to accomplish this task yeah. like i need to teach 100%. everybody english but you get to a point it's like you know some people learn it just like when i was growing up we were learning french i have tons of friends that can't speak french now you know like we got older and they just didn't care about it and they just forgot and it just is what it is they don't have to use it because they don't live in a french place like quebec or france so it's no big deal yeah um, I definitely agree with that when I first came over too I felt I was like I was teaching high school kids and a lot of them were like sleeping and when I was first teaching like my first year I was like why aren't these kids listening to me I was like getting frustrated and like I can't like why can't I teach these kids like why don't they listen they need to listen blah 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 and then at some point it's just like oh wait you understand like the Korean culture is completely different from like American culture mm. where a lot of these kids are like they're busy studying for a hundred other things to be worried about English right now, mm. you know? And, like, these kids, they study from, like, I don't know, s 6 to 12, mm. you know? Especially for high school kids, they're studying for, like, their student exams to get into, like, university. Mm. And some of these kids, they just sleep. And it's not they're not sleeping just because it's English class either, too, because they'll sleep in any class, you know? And at some point, you just need to understand that that culture, <coughs> the Korean culture is completely different from, like, the American culture. And there, there is a point, like, we've mentioned this before, like, when in Rome, do what Ro the Romans do, right? Yeah. And it's still true here as, as well. As much as Korea has evolved, there's still a lot of things here that are, like, still just very Korean and not westernized, mm. you know? And you being that, like, the sole... Uh, individual foreigner coming in here and making a storm because things aren't going your way isn't going to change anything. Mm. They can just continue to be Koreans, you know. Mm. It's very interesting that you guys um, like basically felt really hung up about it because I was the exact opposite. 
I tried for a couple of weeks and then I saw how it worked and I was just like, all right. Because I'm big on like, I'm going to take what they give me. And I noticed like, they won't, like, high, like students are smart. They, they know if you don't have power, they, they're not going to listen to you. I tried waking up the kids, they'll go right back to sleep. So I was like, whatever. So I, it's like, if they're interested, they're interested. If they're not, they're not. And for me, I just adapted. I'll have moments with my students. It's just little moments. Like like I, I said before, I like play sports or we'll make jokes. But other than that, it's just like, all right, if you give me this much energy, I'm going to give that much energy back. Mm. And I don't get too hung up about it because it was just like, just a quick realization. It's like, well, if they're not listening to you, then what can you do, right? Mm. You don't realistically have that much power. Yeah, I think for me it was like, I was trying to draw like a sense of purpose from the job. Mm -hmm. Because for me it's like if the kids are not listening, then like what am I even doing? Mm -hmm. Like I'm waking up every day and I'm coming in here and I'm like, because at my school, like I'm making lessons. It's not like, like they're not like, yo, here's what the lesson is. At my old school, it was like that, where they're like, these are the pages that you're teaching, whatever. And here I'm like making lessons. So I'm like, I'm putting, I'm waking up early because my job is starts at nine now before it used to start at 12:20, And I'm doing all this stuff and the kids are like visibly not learning month after month after month, like not improving. Mm. Like, so it's like, what's the purpose of this? Because I feel like everybody wants to have a purpose in their job because yep. it's like, why do you want to wake up and spend all this time at this place? And you're not and getting like anything. You're worthless. Yeah, you're just yeah. Right. doing not doing anything. But then it got to a point. It's just like there's so much more that I'm actually doing in Korea as far as like meeting people, mm-hmm. enjoying my time and stuff. It's like, bro, if these kids don't want to learn this stuff, then they just don't. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, I agree with that because I came with. I'm like I'm also the person who feels a lot of responsibility as well. So like it's hard for me to be like. I mean, it's hard for me to enter the teaching role. And then feel like I'm not a teacher, mm-hmm. you know, feel like I'm not teaching. And so um, when I first did it, I was like, I am putting a lot of effort into this. And uh, I want to feel like you know, I'm paying back what I'm getting mm-hmm. at the same time. Because, you know, Korea is what our jobs are like very uh, rewarding in terms of economic uh, uh, standings, you know, mm-hmm. like it's really easy easy for us to just live a good life here mm. and so i want to feel like i am having a purpose you mm. know but <clears throat> like you were saying it it is it gets to a point where it's like okay well you know our life is so much mm. more than just the job as well mm. and when we do step outside of that and realize that okay we are in korea and we are like we're still guests as well yeah. and we're tr- here traveling as well um you can find purpose outside of the, the work area too. Mm. And there's been a lot of times where like I've gotten really frustrated and then like I've gone online, I've like searched different stuff about teaching. And you come to like a lot of the same ideas over and over again. It's like you can't teach somebody that doesn't want to learn. Yeah, exactly. Like you can put in as much effort as you want. You can make like these cool lesson plans. Everybody always wants to blame the teachers like, oh, make the class more interesting, make it engaging, yeah. make games. If somebody doesn't want to do something, they're just not going to do it. You can't make a kid, especially little kids. Like if a if a little kid doesn't want to do something, they'll listen to you because you're an adult mm-hmm. and you know you have a certain level of power over them. But if a kid doesn't want to learn something, they're just not going to learn it. Yeah. So, like the only thing you can do is your best. You can just do what you can, and then if they don't want to participate or they don't want to do whatever. For me, I got to a point where I'm like. If you don't want to participate, that's cool. Don't distract the other kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's my only thing. It's just the same. Like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. At some point, you can just lead them to the water, and then you just <laughs> let them play by the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, yeah. and that took me a long time to get to that conclusion, where now it's like, I, I tend not to get really upset at the kids. It, it's annoying, but kids are annoying because they're kids. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. for for me now, it's more like dealing with administration. Mm. Like that, because that is like, yo, y'all are adults. Like you guys are actual grown people. So if you guys are acting like idiots, like we have an actual problem. But with the kids, it's just like. They're kids. Yeah. yeah. They're you can't kids. Really blame them. They don't know. Mm. I just try and like entice them by saying like, hey, here's what speaking English will do for you. And, like, some of them care and some of them don't. But I'm like, 
like I my ability to speak I'm not like fluent in French but my ability to speak French allowed me to get certain jobs that I probably wouldn't have been able to get if I couldn't do that mm. right it's like and then sometimes kids will come from America and they'll like stay at my school for like a couple months and I'll be able to talk to them and I'll tell the other kids I'm like you see this like how we can converse and like actually talk about stuff if you guys practice you can also do this and it makes everything more fun and more engaging when you can't talk to me because your your level of English is not at that level, it makes the class boring because you, you're not understanding what's going on. You can't participate, so you just sit there and you're frustrated and you're mad, but you don't want to practice and you don't want to get better. So, you know, uh, but they're kids, so yeah. what can you do? I think it's easier if you give the students a reason to learn English, like you were saying. Like, um, at least from my coaches, they've been saying, like, uh, some students want to, like, um, work harder in English to get to know me better. Some of the kids I play basketball with, or I added some kids on league, and then my in middle school, and the uh, co-teacher was like, they're, le- they're actually taking more classes to be able to speak more English with you. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, the hard part is just finding the motivation for them to learn English. Otherwise, it's just, well, if, the, if there's no interest, it's nothing. nothing's gonna, blossom there or something yeah, yeah exactly so i mean <clears throat> from mike what what then outside of your work because obviously we're not always working mm. and we're out here doing other things yeah one other being, things being the f boy <laughs> one trying to get all the abg girls <laughs> um, i'm not trying to but you know it would be nice he's not, he doesn't need exactly he doesn't need to try like, it would yeah, be nice. he doesn't he need, need to try, try. To that's just, right he just up I didn't even know what ABGs even were until like two months ago. Really? Yeah, Moriel was like, oh. "Oh, your type is like ABGs." I'm like, "What even yeah, is that?" That was the one who. That's just an acronym. Asian baby girls. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I guess like I knew what it was oh, technically. Asian baby girls? I thought it was Asian Bible girls. Bible <laughs> girl? <laughs> just messing. <laughs> Like I guess I I knew what it was fundamentally like yeah, you can yeah, see yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is, but yeah. I didn't know that there was a term yeah, for it. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Moriel told me, I was like, Yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah. And then when you started it's the bias. You started seeing the ABG. Oh no, I always saw them. You're like, damn. I'm a, so I mean, he can put girl. a name to the. Uh, <laughs> he can put a name to the girl now. Yeah. Yeah, I always saw them. But the thing is it's like me being me, like I'm not only am I clearly black, but you know, I'm into certain stuff. I'm into hip hop music. I'm into going to certain places. So you see certain types of people there more often than not, For right? Sure. Like the the quote unquote typical Korean girl is like not into what I have to offer. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And there's and that's fine. Like everybody yeah. likes what they like, but I'm not. You know the the cutesy cafe girls with the dresses and the whatever and exactly the, they're not into they're not into me like you the ABG girls are. You don't understand so. their hobbies. Hey, <laughs> get on their level of understanding cafe hobbies. I don't. I, I don't want to buy matching shoes with uh with my girlfriend. <laughs> and go sit at a cafe and drink americanos all day. Come Ma- on, that ma- sounds amazing. Matching double double stacked filas. I was. I think it's funny when I go to a cafe and you you can clearly see someone's on their first day or something and the guy's like eating like daintily like, <laughs> like just small bites you just got, you're just like trying to like hide your face Dude, and not in laugh. Korea that's not even like even on their first date sometimes because like what Mike that's was true. saying some of them just really want to show have like a, a face yeah. mm. so it's like they can be on like their hundredth date and they'll or not even like one thousandth date yeah. and they'll still be like cutesy yeah super cutesy super like publicly you know, mm. public interesting, image yeah interesting. it's pretty crazy that's so cringy man yeah it's so terrible i hope that i really hope that brian gets into one of those relationships where <laughs> he has to go to a cafe every day and like just take cute pictures for like mm. 10 hours <laughs> and matching shoes and matching shirts and everything if I'm an it's just purgatory for, <laughs> it's just purgatory for <laughs> <laughs> like, i have a dead face the soul has left my hip body and then then that way you can actually say you're wholesome, mm. you know. Oh, okay. You're giving me the, the <laughs> my, my instructions, my prescription to be wholesome. Why yeah. be wholesome though? Yeah. Why is that your true. Why is that your goal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why not just embrace who you are as a person? What? Nobody needs to know that. <laughs> <laughs> See, why are you hiding it? I'm <laughs> gonna hide it as long as possible. <laughs> you're not even doing it well. No. You're not even hiding it well. This sounds wooden. Yeah. Like, just accept it. I'm a really good guy. <laughs> I don't sound shit. like that. Get that shit out of here, bro. Just enjoy yourself. You're in Korea. I'm only committed to one person. <laughs> and 
And, uh, okay, so that's actually why, why I picked Korea, though. <laughs> I actually looked up before, like, um, like a lot of, like, when I was looking to travel, I was like, which co- Asian countries had good nightlife? And, of course, uh, Korea popped up as like, number one I thought you were going to say yeah. which Asian countries have the hottest girls. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hot no. singles near me. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like putting your location. That's why you were on. T- that's how you found so many girls on Tinder. He used, I got he used you. a Tinder passport when yeah. he was in Colorado. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's Tinder? Oh <laughs> no, and he only uses Christian Mingle. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Yo, are I, there a lot of Christians in Korea though? Yeah, I think there are. I'm trying to be yeah, a church openly. There's a ton. <laughs> There's more it's, than you would think. It's a really big thing here. I feel like anything that becomes kind of popular mm. becomes incredibly popular. Like, at one point, yeah. it's probably like, yeah, there's some Christians. Yeah. And then over people are like, over time, people are like, Christian, Christianism is, Christianity is kind of cool. Nice, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, Christians. Everybody became Christian. Oh it's just like any other thing where people will, like, buy one piece of clothing and they'll see somebody in it and like, huh, yeah, let's yeah. all buy that. Well, that's pretty much exactly like how, like, <laughs> at one point, people just bought Pokemon bread and then all of a sudden... It's just sold out all over, <laughs> you know? Or just uh, like Logan Paul bought. Like, wasn't it started with him? I, it was already Pokemon popular. Well, he bought, like, Pokemon cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he got, like, really expensive, like yeah. that Charizard that was worth, like, some ridiculous amount of money or whatever. But, no, I mean, Pokemon was, like, slowly trending in Korea yeah. for a while. And oh, in Korea, blew up. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is so weird. Yeah. It's like, I see kids with Pokemon cards now, and... First of all, they mistreat those Pokemon cards. Yeah, they I do. see them bending them up, yeah, throwing them all over yeah. the place. I'm like, kids, bro, yeah. take care of your stuff. Mm-hmm. But that could be like a billion dollars <laughs> in the yep. future. Yeah. But I'm like, Pokemon? Yeah. Like, Pokemon's still popping like that? Like, outside of video games? I, it was crazy to me to see kids collecting Pokemon cards in the way that they do it. Like, not just casually, like, yeah, I got a couple cards. Like, real fandom in the same way we did it when, like, Pokemon just came out. And it's, like, the originals, too. And yeah. they like they like the originals, too. And I'm like, mm-hmm. do you guys like the stuff that I like? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys been seeing the, like, the latest, like, reels of, like, Ash being out of pocket in the old generation of Pokemon? I have not, but uh, he was just saying like mean stuff to Misty. I was like, oh, I didn't realize he was that mean back in the day. Ash was oh, super was raw. straight up savage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ash was super raw. And um, who else? Ash Ash was funny. Brock was kind of weird. Well, Brock was just... Brock was... Mm. Yeah. But it was like... It's like if you watch the old Dragon Ball where like Goku yeah. was super duper out of pocket. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he was like eight or something yeah. like that. He was around a bunch of grown women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there, it was like a weird little harem thing, but he was just like, I'm into martial arts. <laughs> Forget the rest of you guys. Surprised he got mm-hmm. married. Yeah, for real. But he doesn't care about his wife. He, Goku, yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. Goku is a bad family man. He's a bad father. <laughs> yeah. He's Dude, a bad husband. Vegeta yeah, is yeah. better as a family he man. He actually yeah, is. Goku. Goku has, what, three children, yeah. none of which he cares about. Yeah. Two of them are not even in the show most of the time. And the other one is, like, he was like, hey, kid, stop studying. Come fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> come fight Cell. You don't need school. Did you guys watch Super? Nah, yeah, I can't do I it, man. Uh, well, Vegeta, like, um, Goku was asking Vegeta to come train with him. Like, no, I got to stay. He's like, why? Like, I, my um, Boma was about to have trunks. Like, you have to stay for that? <laughs> I'm yeah. a family. Yeah, yeah. sir. <laughs> family? What's a family? <laughs> I have one child and you have three. Yeah. And you don't take care of any of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Forget family. <laughs> Fighting is all that matters. <laughs> Fighting and dying for no reason and being resurrected over and over and over again. Yeah. For oh the, just for the sake of it, because I love fighting. What a terrible dad. <laughs> he's just a martial art junkie. That's what he is. But he's not even fighting. Like, he's fighting aliens. It's like, not, like, I could understand if it was like, yo, let's, like, learn martial arts so we can, you know? But it's like, bro, you're just flying to different places just to beat up aliens and die over and over again and come back and die again. I couldn't do that show. Yeah. The, the power creep was just too ridiculous at a certain point. After Dragon Ball Z, I'm like, okay, so... He just beats somebody up and then they go away and then somebody else comes and he trains and then beats them up and then not. it's like what is the point of this show? And it's still on TV. It still is. It's still on TV. I think the manga is still going. Among it's for nostalgia now. Yeah, it just yeah. has a, mm. such a huge fandom mm-hmm. that it mm-hmm. just keeps going. I'm but, a Dragon Ball but hater. But it isn't, isn't like for everybody watching. <laughs> I, hate, I hate that shit. I grew up watching Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, watched the whole thing, couldn't do GT, will not do Super. But GT wasn't even part of the main fandom. No, it was. It w- no, it wasn't. Yeah. And then they retconned it. 
they're like, yo, we don't care about any of this anymore. Like, yeah. we're throwing they it all away. They finally confirmed no, it was written by it, yeah. a different it author. Did, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. GT was written by someone else. Where they, like, why. made Goku a kid and then, like... Yeah, yeah. But yeah. see, as much as people bash GT... That's why they retconned it. Yeah. yeah. As much as people bash GT, G, the thing I liked about GT is they actually let the other characters shine a little bit. It wasn't just like the Goku show where Goku does everything. It was like, okay, we have Pan. Like, she was a character at the end of Dragon Ball Z. Let's let her do something. Like, we have Trunks. Let him do something. But now it's just like, how many people can Goku beat up? Like, how strong is he going to get? Either that or how long can they hold out until Goku shows up? <laughs> <laughs> what new form is he? Now he's now he's Super Saiyan Green or some other thing. And it's like, all right. That's also like the Superman argument, too. Like, how, how long did Justin... Unless it's mm. Batman. Superman's, <laughs> Superman's kind of underrated. Yeah. Hot take. He, um... He's he's poorly written in movies. Oh, 100%. He's yes, really yes, well-written in comic books, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in movies, they just make him really wooden and terrible. Great comic yeah, book character. That's because he's bland, too strong. Yeah. Mm. If they were to make, the like, the real Superman from the comics into the movies, there'd be no movie. His it'd weaknesses are... Yeah. Boring. It'd be a boring movie. His weaknesses are also dumb. It's like... He's weak to magic. It's like, yeah, magic. Magic is literally one. Yeah, Yeah. like technically, Batman shouldn't be able to go toe to toe with him. But Batman's overrated too. Yeah, but I like Batman. Batman (laughs) is way overrated. Batman should not be able to be anybody. I don't care how rich he is. I don't care how many kung fu styles he (laughs) has. I don't care how much prep he gets. He's overrated. He needs to get beat up by literally every single person. He's an ordinary person. Wait, what's your guys' favorite DC? DC hero, yeah. DC hero, Superman. Yeah. Oh yeah. You it's always, always wore. This, I forgot about this. You always wore Superman stuff. Every time I saw you back in the day, it's always been Superman. Uh, Mine was the Flash, or still is. Flash is crazily overpowered. Like the way they write him, he should never lose to anybody. He's way yeah, too strong. Yeah. I don't really have a favorite hero in DC. I like villains. I'm a Black Adam guy. Mm. But I but now the Did rock you know the is playing. Play yeah, yeah, it's gonna he's gonna ruin the whole thing. I don't even mind the rock. It's just really? I love Black Adam so much that like I know he's gonna ruin it. Who do you think should play him? I c- not I can the ag- rock. I can agree with that because the rock has such a huge presence yeah. that he's gonna yeah. write Black Adam. Black Adam's gonna become the rock. Yeah, essentially. he's it's just gonna be the rock playing himself yeah, in exactly. a superhero <laughs> yeah, costume. I don't want to watch There's that. A lot I want to watch actors, the characters like the actors and basically playing themselves. Like Nick Cage. Well, but I mean, like, there's some, <laughs> some of it is good, right? Like, um, what's his name? We play Deadpool. Uh, oh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. He played an amazing Deadpool. It was perfect. Mm. It was the yeah, perfect casting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, his personality is Deadpool's personality, yeah. mm-hmm. which was, which is why it makes sense. But like The Rock. Yeah. Like the Rock the, is not really like the Black Tooth Fairy Adam. guy, yeah. or like the guy that was in Jumanji. Yeah, it's like that who's, guy's playing <laughs> Black Adam, who's always playing like a like a comedic slash like I'm the strong guy. Yeah, Black Adam's not a funny character. Yeah, he he kills people. Yeah. He beats oh, people he's, up. He's, he's like a dark. He's a darker <laughs> yeah, character. He's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why when they cast him, I'm like, okay, I guess he kind of looks like him, but he fits. The, he doesn't. Yeah, image. He and doesn't. I don't know. I, in I, mainstream media, he fits the image. Yeah, I yeah. just I want to hold out on hating on it before it comes out. Yeah, because yeah. you never know. But I'm actually not a superhero fan as much either. I like the antiheroes. But DC has <laughs> consistently suck yeah. for movies though. Yeah, the, their animation's good, but the like the real life movies, it's just they just rush it. The issue yeah, is like exactly they want they want them the MCU cake. They want it now. Yeah, you know, like they don't want to build things up properly. Yeah, they have They're to just like. Yeah. Yo, Justice League, do it now. Like, nothing is built up properly. No, nothing is fleshed out. They have a couple movies. The movies themselves were already bad. But, yeah. like, let's throw all let's this stuff together. Let's do Justice League anyways, even though it's not complete. The Wonder Woman, the first one was good. But the second one was just like, yeah. what did you guys do? I didn't watch the second one. It yeah. sucks, too, because they, they had good actors. Mm-hmm. Like, Henry Cavill is, like, a good Superman. Yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck like was, him. like, kind of whatever as Batman. I, I, I didn't like that casting. Henry Cavill was really good. He's a good actor in yeah. general. Mm. Yeah. Big fan. Gal Gad- is her name Gal, Gal Gadot, Gadot or Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot. Uh, I think Gadot, yeah. Is Gal Gadot? I think it's Gadot. She was a good Wonder Woman as well. Yeah, she was. Jason but, uh, Momoa. That's why you can tell because you can tell DC is bad because it never trended in Korea. But you know what did mm. trend in Korea? Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MCU. Mm. MCU trended in Korea for like the longest time. And kids don't, like, if you ask the kids at the school, about anything like you see it they have like 
Avengers pencil cases. They've yeah. all seen the movies. They know about Thanos, all that stuff. They know about Thor, they know Captain yeah. America. Yeah, ask no kid about Aquaman. Ask a kid about like an Aquaman movie. They would yeah. be like, what What's is an that? Aquaman? Yeah, what is that? Is that Marvel? I'm going no. They know. barely know Superman. He's like the most. <laughs> Famous of the DC characters, Superman, Superman or Batman? Do, do they know Batman? They don't even know Batman. Yeah, see, see. that's insane. Yeah, yeah. Not I, knowing Superman is one thing. Not knowing Batman is pretty crazy. Yeah, they're like, who the hell? Like, who is that teacher? I'm like, mm. it's Superman. I'm like, come on. Kids know Ant Man more than they know Superman, and you know that's a crime. <laughs> Ant Man, Iron Man before Wait, Robert Down. Yes, Iron Man before Robert Downey Jr. was like a like a C grade hero. Yeah. Yes. He wasn't like a big time yeah, hero. Yeah. Now he's one of the biggest heroes in the world. It's crazy how they flipped the switch. Essentially, like, well, growing up, DC was the biggest. Was and it? Marvel, at least for me. DC. Yeah. For me, it was I heard more DC up, than Marvel. It was because like X Men had a TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides like, X Men and Spider Man, DC was bigger. Yeah. It's yeah. coming from someone that didn't really doge into pop culture or like American pop culture. In terms of comics. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I I grew up very traditional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what does that mean for you? Um, what does growing up traditional mean? Um, speaking your parents' language, um, very family oriented, um, no friends, or not hanging out with friends a lot. Uh, let's see here: traditional values, um, respect your elders, bow every time, like a lot of things. Um, I didn't eat a lot of American food as much, like Mer- McDonald's here and there, but that was the most extent of. That, and then yeah, I didn't really know a lot of like American jokes or terms until like I was in middle or like, school or high school, and still even then there's some jokes that like whoosh over my head. Mm. So how do your parents feel about like you now being like much more globally inclined? Like now you're just like out here living your life, and like you're clearly you know your own person. How do your parents feel about that now? I'm not sure. You should ask. Them. I, it, back then, <laughs> back then it was just like I'm going to do it, and you're not going to stop me. <laughs> and then now, I think I don't know if they're proud of me or they're just kind of indifferent. Mm. Or, you, or even I don't think they're ashamed. Yeah. I think, but it's just okay. <laughs> well, we can't stop you, so mm. well, like hopefully you take care of your health and yeah, don't get into trouble. How about you, Mike? How did your parents feel about it? Um. I mean, honestly, way before I came here, my parents were like, I, I don't listen to my parents. Like, when I was living back yeah, home, it yeah. was, cause like I said, I came here when I was 26. And before university, I was, like, already going out and just showing up in the middle of the night and stuff. They hated it. At one point, like, because we had the front door, and then we also had, like, a screen door in front of it. And they would lock that. And I don't have a key to that. So I was just like couldn't get in the house like i'd have to either call my brother if he was awake then he'd open it if not i just have to like sleep outside but i did it to a point where it was like okay we're not stopping this boy from doing anything so we're just gonna leave him alone and just hope that he doesn't do anything dumb and i didn't do anything dumb enough to cause any like serious issues so they just kind of left it yeah but we were still like i still lived in their house so like i can't just while out and do anything but then now I'm here and like I, I'm, you know, I'm not wilding out. I live my life, but he's wilding out, <laughs> dropping Disney. Growing up, I lived on so much fear that even like it took one wrong step, it was just like, yeah, I was bruising. <laughs> I was cruising for bruising, so I couldn't like, if I, I don't know, I didn't run away. It was just like so much fear that I was crippled. To mm. the point. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to get you guys' final thoughts here, just about. Because we did not talk about anything. That we were supposed <laughs> <to>. <laughs> so <laughs> let's leave the viewers with something more, with what like something more to watch later. Mm. We'll definitely do another podcast. One hundred percent. There's no way we can just leave it like this. <laughs> yeah, because we missed every single question. Yeah, <laughs> we were that's that right. Well, we got the main part why we came here. Yeah. Why? So what? What is your guys' current rating on Korea? Your experience. Mike was like a nine. Why? Why was? Why is it a nine? Oh, we're asking me for. Yeah. Um, I can only speak of Korea comparatively to Brampton slash Toronto. Yeah. Because those are the only two places besides like Jamaica where I was born that I've lived in. Yeah. But it's like, I think it's a combination of 
the ease of Korea in general, like moving around, the cost of things, like the efficiency of things, and also the unique position that we're all in as far as like the jobs that we have, the amount of money we're able to make, the bills that we don't really have, they're not that expensive. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a combination of things that come together to make it really easy to live here. Like we go out all the time. All the time. We go out all the time. Every like, weekend. Every weekend we're really? out. And pretty we, much. Oh, I, I stay at home. <laughs> I'm a homebody. No, he's with we us. We literally <laughs> go out every weekend since you've been here. We go out all the time. And it's never like, like back home, you if I was to go out, like you have to think. Like, yeah, like should, should I, I have should, Yeah, do I have the money for this? How is this going to affect me down the road? How am I going to get home? Do I got to take an Uber? Uber Everything's close. It's like here, it's like, man, whatever. Like, just, you just go. go. I'm not smoke even worried. Your, yeah, smoke yeah. your hookah, drink your drinks. Like, you want to stay out till five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, do that. Yeah. You want to leave at two and do whatever, do that. You can yeah. go from this area to that area, take a cab from Itaewon to Hongdae if you want to, from Hongdae back to Gangnam. To, it's like the ease of going out, but even outside of just nightlife, it's like transportation is really easy. There's restaurants everywhere. You can try all kinds of different food. Um, it's, we've, we have a community of friends and mm. stuff that we all know and you know people live all different kinds of places you want to travel to a different part of korea daegu busan easy you can do that in like less than four hours it's just it's just easy that's all i can say yeah it's like it's an easy life and i think that's why a lot of people stay for so long yeah 100%. like there's people that are here for over 10 years and they're still on e2s just like we are and, and there's then it's fine then yeah <laughs> Brian, what's your rating on Korea so far? Um, I want to say 8 to 9. 8 to 9? Yeah. So 8.5? I'm just being reserved just because it's just like I'm still wrapping my head around everything. But Uh definitely the ease. um, There's always something to do, which I really like as compared to Colorado. You got to really plan it out. And sometimes there's things like weather messing up your plans. Here it's just like the weather's not going to really mess up your plans. You're not worrying about your friends driving drunk home. Mm-hmm. stuff like that um yeah it's been um but my life have been accelerated think a lot in part thanks to will just knowing will and meeting mike through will mm. so very fortunate <laughs> well i'm glad that you guys are having a great time in korea um I what about will. you will i I'm having an amazing time. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. That didn't sound confident. Mine is a complicated. Mine has been roller coasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, if I was just rating Korea by itself, it'd be like a 9 out of 10. But mm-hmm. if I was rating my overall experience in Korea, it'd probably be like a 6.5 or something. That's why but I'm actually reserved. I, like Overall, or like the overall experience is kind of But like my experience isn't due to the fault of Korea so Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to leave it at that because we do have to finish this podcast Mm -hmm. Uh, our time is over Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast thank you guys so much for dropping in and being a guest in this podcast if you guys want to drop your socials really quick Brian is wholesome okay give them the real because they're (laughs) going to search you you have to put the real one mine is uh, at where underscore is underscore Brian Simmons nice and uh, at the Saint Mike on everything, pretty much. Yeah, and check out his music, guys. Yes. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Saint Mike music. When's the first? Maybe music we'll drop that out? as an intro for this podcast. <laughs> oh, the music? music song. Yeah, I got. I mean, songs. I got a new song coming out on July first. Yeah, that'll Dang. be a preview <laughs> for our intro of this yeah. podcast. Yeah, new song dropping July first, and I got a remix. Um, I got a remix of a nice old school '90s R&B song. Nice. Oh, let's go. Popping off. I'll actually show that to you guys after yeah. the podcast. Yeah, sounds yeah, good. So. Yeah, at the St. Mike on Instagram, Twitter. Um, look for St. Mike songs on YouTube if you can find them. They're on Spotify, everywhere, pretty much wherever. Sounds good. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Until next time, goodbye. Peace out. Thanks for listening.